0: I actually fell off at my first event at like the first show jump. And my trainer was like, get back on, kid. Like, keep going.
1: Welcome to the Major League Eventing Podcast, the show for eventing fans by eventing fans.
2: And as usual, we like to thank our sponsor, Main & Tail, Karen. We love Mane & Tail. We love Mane & Tail. We absolutely love Main & Tail. You know who else loves Main & Tail, Karen? Caroline Martin. Caroline Martin. Ka- Caroline is on with us.
0: I think I'm the number one fan, to be honest, guys. I swear, I've been using the product since I was seven years old. And they're actually a local company uh, where I live in Pennsylvania. So they really have a special place in my heart. And people would not believe... The amount of products they make, you know, you always think mane and tail, the shampoo and conditioner. Well, they make tangler, they make this killer shine on spray. That makes a horse's coat look amazing. They have spray and braid. They have everything. You don't have to go anywhere else to buy products. They're affordable. They're a family run company. Like and they're just the nicest group of people. So I could not think of a better company to go out and support. So if you have a horse, please only buy mane and tail. They're just they go above and beyond, and they give back so much to the community. So they're, they're honestly the best company I've ever worked with.
2: All right. Well, thanks a lot, Maine and Tail. And thank you, Caroline, for joining us for that little spot. Absolutely.
1: This episode is brought to you by Red and Goat Equestrian. To learn more about Red and Goat, visit their Facebook and Instagram pages and go to redandgoatequestrian.com.
2: When it comes to insurance, there's only one person to call to cover all of your insurance needs. Whether it's for your horse, your farm, your home or business, Trish Scott has you covered. Her number is 484-319-8923. Trish was a guest on the show just a few weeks ago. We were talking about insurance. And after talking to her, it really got me thinking, I am not fully insured. I got insurance, yeah, but I'm not property insured. So think about this. Do you have TAC? Is your horse insured? Is your trailer insured? Do you have rental insurance? If you teach, do you have insurance in case someone gets hurt while you're teaching them, whether on your property or off? These are all some serious, serious things to think about. If you have any questions about if you are properly insured, just give Trish a call at 484-319-8923 to discuss your plan, and she'll look it over, and she'll tell you if you're properly insured. So give her a ring, 484-319-8923, and tell her Karen and Rob from Major League Eventing sent you Triple Crown Feed! Oh, man. yeah. Triple Crown, big fans of Triple Crown Feed. They have s- a- t- tons of-, of great products out there, mm-hmm. premium stuff. Karen, what do you got to say over there?
1: So Triple Crown has formulas that are tailored to your horse's unique needs and help support immunity and gut health. Find your local triple crown feed dealer by going to triple TripleCrownFeed.com.
2: triple crown feed.com that's a little bit of a tongue twister it is crown it feed.com is. they have a great feed locator they have yes. a great feed com- comparison tool on their website i encourage everyone to get over there check out triple crown feeds website check out the different products check out what makes them so special and give them a shot right Karen? oh yeah support the people to support the show
1: Hi guys, I have been browsing the Fairfax and Favor website like I always do, making a list of what I want to get next, and I noticed that they have recently collaborated with designer Sophie Alport, who has her signature bee design on the Fairfax and Favor Windsor, mini Windsor, and boot tassels. Now, the bee design is super cute. The bees are the color teal and the boot tassels are a teal suede with a bee at the very top and they are really really cute. Also, Mother's Day is right around the corner and Fairfax and & Favor has a special on Mother's Day gift packaging. So why not surprise your mom with a blue box with something from the Sophie Outport collection from Fairfax & Favor? If you want to check out this new collection? Go to fairfaxandfavor.com and I'm sure you're going to love it just as much as I do.
2: Protect your horse this winter with the ice turtle blanket by Turtleneck.
1: Yeah, each turtleneck has a detachable fleece collar for easy cleaning and a spare parts kit with an extra fleece collar, belly, and rear leg straps. Yeah,
2: so for more information, fitting instructions, and temperature guidelines, go to turtleneck.biz. For more information, again, on the Ice Turtle Blanket by Turtleneck. I'm Rob.
1: And I'm Karen. And Rob, very excited about today's guest. Yes,
2: ma'am. Very excited. So
1: not only is she an advanced rider, she is a new member of the 2022 Eventing 25 Squad. And she does it all at Lillian Hurd's barn. Welcome to the show, Isabel Bosley.
0: Hi, guys. hey yo. How are you? I'm doing good down here in Aiken, South Carolina right now. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> now we can that see
1: you nice. through Zoom. <laughs> and you're in a winter coat, so what's the weather like down there?
0: Um, it's actually not as cold as I'm making it out to be. It's it's just a rainy, kinda chilly day, but I, you know, I tend to be pretty cold, especially by the end of the day or <laughs> Dried from sledding and riding all day so uh i'm being dramatic right now it's not too bad it's been pretty nice lately i
2: think for the first time this winter you might have better weather
0: than 18. i
1: know right yeah especially it's, today it's 70 degrees beautiful. beautiful
0: sunny blue skies <laughs> yeah I, I can't even be upset about the rain because we actually really need it so it's it's a good day that it's raining <laughs> yeah.
2: well and then when you come back home you have a nice brand new indoor to work in
0: yeah, right? It'll be great. <laughs> I'm sure everyone everyone's going to be in there. It'll be chaotic. Yeah, right? I know. We were kind of joking. Like It'll be so nice to ride like by ourselves in the outdoor dressage arena because everyone's going to be in there. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. normally there's like ten, 10 horses working at a time in there.
2: <gasps> oh. uh. <laughs> that's, that's true. You that just added true. a lot of square footage.
1: It, right?
2: There we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: More riders can ride at the same time. so yeah we we need it (laughs) so Isabel let's get into this uh tell us how you got your start in riding and how you got into eventing
0: um so my family is involved in horses actually um very my parents train racehorses and so I've always grown up like you know since I was a kid it's kind of all I've known um mainly my dad's side is pretty strongly in horses all in racing um my uncle's a jockey my dad trained horses uh for the m- bigger part of my childhood and um like my great aunt was trained race horses and actually she was a big show jumper uh so it's kind of you know in the blood it's it's kind of all I've grown up around and um i primarily started growing up, um, kind of, you know, just in the barn every day with my parents. And I think they actually kind of tried to steer me away from it a little bit because they know the lifestyle too well. (laughs) Um, so they never pressured me into it, but they also couldn't keep me out of it. And so I, you know, they got me ponies when I was a kid and, um, you know, started riding at, you know, the barn close by to us. And, um, I started in, you know, kind of like every kid does with you know doing the hunters and stuff like that um but that got pretty boring for me pretty quickly um so the barn i was at um the trainer name was ann mckay and her daughter uh chris donovan who's actually very big in eventing these days still with you know especially in the young rider programs um they were like you need to start eventing like i think that'd be more your speed um and along with that like growing up I always I did a lot of fox hunting um because that was local in my area and that was just kind of like a fun thing to go do as a kid for me um you know my family did it and it was kind of a family activity almost um so I kind of did a lot of different uh different uh parts of riding like I just did a little bit of everything and you know kind of just it wasn't necessarily like I was stuck on one thing it was just like I'm going to do anything I can do that involves horses. (laughs) Um, But then I got more in eventing when I was probably like seven or eight and started doing that. And I found that really fun and challenging, which I think I kind of liked the challenge of it. Um, I actually fell off at my first event at like the first jump. And my trainer was like, get back on kid, like keep going. Um, So from there, I just, you know, I kept with it and kind of have just, I started going to a um, summer camp down in Poolsville, Maryland, which um, my dad actually became a horse dentist down the road, and he did the dental work there. And um, the woman who trained there, her name's Julie Hagan, she found out that I rode horses, and she was like, bring your daughter for a lesson. Like, that would be great. So I came and took a lesson, and then she invited me back for summer camp there when this would be when I was probably like, ten or so and so I went down there for a week for summer camp with my pony and loved everything about it and then each summer kept going back there longer and longer until by the time I was you know in my early teens I was kind of a working student there in the summer um, and by that point you know I was like I want to do this I want to go to Young Riders like I want to do all of it um, but with that being said I still, when I was home through the year, like during the school year, I would, um, you know, just have my horse at my parents' barn and kind of ride on my own and trailer to lessons and still fox hunt. And I actually, for just to have a weekend job, I did a lot of galloping racehorses. So I was still like involved with steeplechasing and racehorses and kind of all aspects of it and with fox hunt. But I always kind of had like a a little bit more of a love for eventing and kind of like always kind of deep down. That was my, my main passion with all the different disciplines of riding I did. Um, so that was kind of what I ended up thinking I more wanted to do as time went on, but I also enjoyed doing all parts of it. Um, and so, yeah, it's kind of how my childhood went. So I guess now, you could
2: say. And were you, when did you start getting serious in the eventing? Like actually starting to compete at the like, you know, I would say training prelim above like the upper levels. Like, what, what so, you-
0: um, so I worked at the Julie Haggins at Baskill farm. That was kind of the farm I would go down to through the summers and stuff. And, um, when I went down there summer going into my junior year, I was like, really starting to want to try and do this more seriously I'd gone to training by that point you know nothing too serious but I wanted to you know get really intense with my riding and really commit to it and do it full throttle so um I convinced my parents to let me finish my high school online um and I went and started working for Julie the second half of my junior year and um Actually met Lillian there that spring because she was training out of that farm. Um, so I loved Julie's program, learned a ton there, got to ride all sorts of types of horses from you know baby horses all the way up to more experienced horses, along with my own. Um, so it really gave me like a good foundation and start into eventing. Um, but then I met Lillian and I you know she was like big five star rider. I think she had just done her first Kentucky when I met her that summer, and I was like, wow, like this. This, she's really cool and like really liked her program and you know how she went about training her horses. And she was kind of like a whole nother level I hadn't really even seen yet. Um, and so I started helping her on my days off and like any kind of extra help hand she needed, I'd always be there to help to get lessons from her, kind of work off lessons with her. And by the end of that summer, I you know. Uh, Talked to Julie and talked to Lil and my parents and decided like I really want to start working for Lillian and you know kind of get even more serious into it and you know be working for a five-star rider so I started working for Lillian that fall when I was 17 and doing high school online and I just you know I all my horses had always been thoroughbreds my dad had sourced for me that were you know like no good with the racing. And, you know, we have a lot of connections through that, which is really great for me because all my horses I ever got, I got for free from my dad, knowing this person who had this thoroughbred or this or that, you know? Um, So I started working for her and just like had my little thoroughbred with her and went to Aiken with her and uh, loved everything about it. By that point, I was like, so deep in my, I think my parents were a little worried. I think they were hoping maybe it would maybe make me back off and realize how intense it all was. But if anything, it just made me like, want to do it that much more. Um, so that I, you know, by the following summer I'd worked for Lil that whole year. And, um, my parents were a little bit like you, you know, like maybe you need to kind of like back off a little, think about going to college here. Like, you know, you're done high school now, um, which I really didn't want to hear. Um, but my parents kind of made me come home for six months and give college a try. So I, that following year, I worked for, um, you know, about a full, you know, year and a half or so. And then that fall, I went home and um, which I, in hindsight, at the time, I was really mad at my parents for making me stop working for Lil and like come home and go to school. But in hindsight, I'm glad I did, because I think I would have always thought like, what if, if I hadn't tried it? Um, and maybe we thought... Maybe I should have done that. Like, maybe this was a bad idea. But so I went home, uh, just went, took, you know, community college courses through that year. And I actually, while I was home, I started working for a racehorse person again. Uh, her name's Alicia Murphy and uh, started just just to have a job while I was at home, make money, and started galloping horses for her that fall. And then actually, it was funny because the next thing I know that spring, I was also like riding steeplechase races for her, which was kind of just like a fun thing that I got, I had no intentions of wanting to ride races. And all of a sudden she was like, Oh, I have entered you in this point to point this week. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, let's give this a try. Um, so I did a lot of steeplechasing that spring, um, which was really fun and kind of for a hot second, I thought maybe I want to do steeplechasing and be a jockey instead. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. but by that following summer, I had two thoroughbreds cause my dad had, I had found another thoroughbred by then. And um, I was like, you know, steeple steeplechasing th- slows down in the summer. So I was like, well, mom dad, like, can I just go work for Lil for the summer? You know, I really want to, like, keep going with these horses, maybe sell one. So I went back, and I still had been in contact with Lil that whole time. And, like, I'd help her out at her shows and take lessons with her when I could. And I went back working for her that summer. And um, and going back, I really realized, like, this is really what I want to be doing you know, I just, I find so much joy in it. And I, you know, I think I like the challenge of it, like steeple chasing. something I'd grown up with my whole childhood and I love it and appreciate it. But I realized it, I wanted to do more, like, you know, I kind of always come back to that if I wanted to, but I really wanted to follow through with the eventing and like see where I could get with that. So I had the hard talk with my parents that I wasn't going to go back to school that fall. Um, but that, by that point, they're like, you know, you're 18 now you've, kind of gone down all the roads. So this is on you. It's your decision. And they're supportive of it. And so I've been working for Lillian since then, which is now about seven years. I was thinking about this today. Um so I worked for her for a long time. And uh I had these thoroughbreds and I actually for a long time, like when I was 18, 19, 20, I kind of, you know, I sold the one thoroughbred I had and then I had the next one and you know, they were good, but like I wanted something really good that I was gonna be able to go far with and like, you know, really have for years. Like I wanted I didn't want to settle with just like a okay horse that I, you know, I might get to prelim, might get to intermediate on. Like I wanted to find a really cool horse. So I um had these thoroughbreds, like worked with them, got them up to training and sold them to pull together enough money to find a nicer horse. And then by the time I was uh let's see twenty-one we got this sale horse that came into our barn. Um, this Irish sport horse, who is my now uh four-star horse. And, um, I had, I still had a thoroughbred that I had gotten that I was had up for sale. So I, I didn't actually have the money yet, but I really liked this horse when he came to the barn as a sale horse. And I was like, you know, he was kind of quirky, had a little bit of a buck in him, a little spooky, uh, a little bit of a bolt like, you know, rough around the edges, but me and Lil were both kind of like, you know, this could be a pretty solid horse for you. Um, so I was like, you know, well, maybe if I can get my thoroughbred sold, like if he doesn't sell, I can buy him. Like, this would be so awesome. And then he sold. And I was just like, uh, okay, well, it wasn't meant to be whatever. Um, I was, I was bummed. But I was like, you know, Lil's like something better will come along. Like he, he wasn't that good. Like he was okay. And um <laughs> And then a couple weeks later I sold my thoroughbred and then like a month and a half later we get a call that the girl that had bought him, you know, it wasn't the right match and she wanted to send him back to us to sell again. So then by that point I had the money and I was like, oh my God, like, Lil, should I buy this horse? And so he came back and we were like, well, let's just see how he is again. Like maybe we were just like, he was he isn't the right horse, but he came back again. And I was like, Lillian, like I, I want to buy this horse, you know, he's, um, you know, he's really sound, he's sturdy. And, you know, he's got all the things, he's well-bred, a good jumper. Um, So I bought him. And from there, it's been, you know, I kind of was discouraged for a while because I felt like I spent years just getting to training, just getting to training. And the girls around me in the barn are going prelim, intermediate, going young riders, this and that. I'm just like working away, feeling like I'm not really getting too far with things. Um, And then I got him. And that fall, I think I officially bought him like around September, October. I got him to one training that fall and then the next spring, um, you know, did a few trainings and then took him prelim, did a season of prelim, did a two-star at the end of the year. Next year, moved him up to intermediate, um, did a three-star at the end of the year. Like, you know, so since then, you know, it's just been like a very quick progression all of a sudden. Um, So it's kind of fallen into place for me pretty quickly. Like I kind of went from not having much experience and working for Lillian for like four years to all of a sudden, in the last few years, like getting a horse all the way up to the top level. So it's, it's been really fun. Um, and he's, you know, he's just the coolest horse. So I feel really lucky that I found him.
2: That's awesome. What a cool story of just working hard and staying with it. Yeah. 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 Wow. So and now, uh, what are you, now you work for Lillian still today. It sounds like Mm -hmm. your title, you have like multiple titles there. So what are you, what what exactly is your job title over there and what do you Um, do do for Lillian? So
0: when I started working for Lillian, you know, So it was like a 10 horse barn. So it's really like, you know, you only need your one head girl and like maybe another working student and that's all you need. And, um, so when I first started working for, you know, I was a working student and she had a head groom and then, you know, I worked for her for about two years and the head groom, um, you know, she decided she didn't want to be in horses anymore. So she left. So then I took over kind of the head position, and you know what was fun even though i didn't necessarily have a horse that was going super competitively you know i got a ton of experience grooming for lillian and still now but like those first few years where i felt like i wasn't maybe getting as far with my riding like i was getting to go and groom for her at all these five stars like i got to go to burley 3 times i've gotten to go to kentucky so many times and That in itself was, I mean, like I've learned so much just from being on the ground as her groom at all these big events. And, um, but so like in her barn, I'm basically, even now I'm, it's, I'm still a groom and doing all her groom duties and kind of also the barn manager and also her kind of assistant rider. And, you know, we have a couple working students now as well. Like our barn now is, uh, like a 25 horse barn. So we're, we're pretty busy. Um, but I'm still doing all the things, but with the help of all the other girls, you know, we can make it happen. Um, it's just kind of balancing it all. And, um, and I'm still grooming for her at the shows, but I'm just also riding my own horses and, you know, have another girl there to help when I'm, you know, riding my own horse. I can't be there with Lily in that moment. So, you know, we make it work and everyone works really well together. So it, it can be a little stressful sometimes, but it's also really fun to be able to be like, you know, riding, but also still handling all her horses and doing all that. So, um, I, I guess you could say my title is everything all at once. <laughs> um, so, so the title is it, correct. Uh, you know, yeah, but it only works because all the other girls are ready to step in and you know maybe ride that horse when I can or groom this horse when I can. not You know, we all work together to get it done. But I'm kind of just point my finger and giving the directions in the barn. <laughs> okay.
2: Now, do you do you ride any Lillian's horses and shows at all, or, or is it just your own?
0: Um, I have in the past, not often. Um, sometimes uh, we don't have as many sale horses these days because we have so many clients in the barn and students um but i in the past have ridden sale horses that maybe like needed to get out a show for whatever reason and or when lillian's been hurt i've competed some of her young horses um but most of her competition horses she competes herself like it's only kind of the odd occasion like last year she was had to be at a certain show so she had me take a couple novice horses out or two years ago she broke her collarbone. So I was, you know, riding her horses for them, but most of the time she does all the competing with her horses and um, you know, she's usually always riding her own horses, but you know, when she's not around, I'm always the person to be riding the horses uh, for her. Okay. Uh, so it just, you know, kind of depends on the week. And, and then, you know, if we get sales and sales horses in or training horses in, you know, so I'll ride them too, but I'll also ride them like, you know, it just kind of depends on what it is. Um, most times the sail horses, I do most of the riding on them because she's so busy herself with all the, um, her own horses. She's got uh, quite a string herself now these days. And then on top of that with all her teaching, like she's riding her horses in the morning and then she's teaching all afternoon. So I'm kind of riding whatever she can't get done in that day. Yeah. Um, so, you know, just got to see how the schedule is <laughs> goes day to day. Lilith's
2: got quite the business. She sure does. She's, a busy she's doing really good. Yeah, she is.
0: yeah, we we stay busy. We stay busy. Yeah. But that's why I love working for her cuz it's it's very fast paced, but she's so organized and, you know, gets checks all the boxes and is very thorough and I've I've definitely learned a ton from that just like, you know, be yeah, you know, she's definitely whipped me in shape with, you know, kind of being really organized, getting everything done and being on top of all of it. Yeah.
2: So what's what's your horse's name and how old and and like what are the plans for for 2022 season?
0: Um so his show name's Night Quality. Uh we call him Millbrook or uh Cookies more often his nickname in the barn. Um he is 11 years old this year, Irish sport horse and I'm planning to do another four long with him this spring. Um uh, that's the that's the goal for you'd probably uh try on or Bromont. Um, and then I, it kind of depends on how my spring goes, but best case scenario, if I do do another four long, and, you know, everything goes well, I hope to try and get to Maryland this fall, oh, nice. um, which would be really exciting. Yeah. If you asked me this time last year about that, I'd be like, no way. <laughs> um, but you know, after our spring season last spring I had done my second three long with him and we were like hey like guess it's time to move up to advanced um and we were kind of just like had the mindset of like we'll take it show by show because it's you know his first time at the level and my first time at the level so it was kind of like had no expectations whatsoever and it was like just let's just see how it goes um so I like ran my first advance in Jersey last summer and it went well so then we were like hey let's go to Millbrook and Try that and he was good there. And I was like, okay, well, let's try a four short. So I took him to Great Meadow and he was awesome there. And then it's like, okay, well, or I'm now technically qualified for a four long, but I kind of didn't really have any expectation of actually doing a four long last fall. It was kind of like, let's just see how we're feeling and how we go. <laughs> um, and then I did another four short at Plantation with them. And by that point, Lillian was like, well, I mean, you're doing pretty good. Like you haven't had, you've gone clear at all of them. You know, you're looking pretty solid. So, like, I think. I think you can do a four long. And I was like, okay, I guess we're going to do a four long. Um, and so we decided to go to Morbin with the thought it was, you know, last fall was the first time they ran a four long there and we're like, you know, it should be pretty average, like a good course. And it turned out to be like a pretty mega beefy course. Um, I'm not going to lie. When I got there and walked the course, I looked at Lillian and was like, should I be here? Like this, this could be really bad. (laughs) Um, um, but bless my horse. Like every time I've asked him to step up and be there for me, he just like his heart grows and he just gives me everything he has. And, um, when I first got him, the tension was really like, you know, you'll be able to get to prelim, which you haven't gotten to yet. Like that's the goal right now. And, and then I was like, okay, well he seems like actually he could probably go intermediate. And then all of a sudden it was like, okay, I think he can go advanced and he's just, you know, take it on stride and just really, um, he's definitely surprised us with, um, how, how quickly he's kind of come up levels and how much he's stepped up. And he's just, he's been a really incredible horse. So I, uh, I just I feel so lucky that I have him <laughs> yeah.
2: well you knew there was something in there that's yeah, for sure yeah
0: yeah good thing he came. Yeah. Back.
2: yeah good thing isn't that funny how things yeah. to work
0: out? yeah yeah and he was definitely green at the level last fall like I could feel him going around the courses a little bit like whoa mom this is pretty big but I'm gonna try and do it for you and get it done but um pulling him out this uh this year and I just did my first advanced run this year at pine top and he came back out just like dragging me around like he's a big horse now and he knows what his job is so it's a pretty cool feeling because you can just feel it's all clicked in with him and he you know he knows what it's all about now he, he knows what what we're doing out there
2: <laughs> that's really really cool that is, that's really cool yeah. yeah so tell us a little bit about the, this is your first season on the 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 the, the 25 list. yeah yeah i'm super
0: excited about it
2: so uh, we've had a couple of other 25ers on but tell us like your experience with the you know uh uh, everything from the application to uh, then there were assessments
0: and and, and tell us all about yeah that. so um after last i kind of had in mind that if i you know did a decent season i would apply for it because you know why wouldn't you know it's a great opportunity um so i applied and um was i was so excited when i uh got named even just to the first list i was like this is you know this is great and then um did the training sessions in aiken in january and um you know, I was luckily, I got Meg in the barn with me, who's already gone through the process. So she kind of gave me the scoop on what it would be like. But it was way less nerve wracking than I like kind of thought going into it. Like, you know, you're really just, you're just riding in front of the coach. Like, it's just, you know, not kind of another day riding horses. Like, this is what we do every day. Um, but he, you know, we had a day where he watched, you know, watched us flat around. And then, uh, and then Leslie helped us on the flat a bit, which was great. Cause it was like, you know, got got a nice lesson um and then the next day we uh he kind of watched us warm up um and didn't say anything uh for a show jumping course i think he just you know they wanted to see kind of what what you would do in a warm-up and you know how you'd handle yourself and so um which for me that's also not really a big deal because like there's so many shows where (laughs) lillian's off riding her own horse in the warm-up with myself and it's you know this is what they prep us for so it's no big deal um and then they'd watch you jump around and then he'd give you his criticism afterwards and kind of help you work through whatever things he you know, thought you needed to improve on. Um and uh so all in all, it was uh it was a good experience. And I, you know, I thought I was like, okay, like seems like it went well. So, you know, we'll just see. Um, so I was super excited when I got named to the, the finalist because you know, all the all the help you can get the better. And, uh, you know, it's a great experience and, you know, the more you can learn, it's, you know, it's all, it's all helpful. So I, um, and I actually just had, uh, like lessons with him this week, which were the kind of the first, I guess, official lessons since being named to the list. And they were, they were great. I took lessons with my four horse, four star horse Millbrook. And then I also have another mare that I take two star that I took lessons with as well. And, um, did flat lessons and jump lessons with them and, um, got a ton of helpful stuff out of it. And, um, I'm definitely really excited to have that going through this whole year, you know, that extra support and help throughout the year. It's, um, you know, it makes all the difference and it's fun too, because, um, Lillian got into the developing list. So, you know, like she's out there having lessons too. So it's kind of like fun day for all of us lessons with Leslie now. <laughs> uh, so it's great. <laughs>
2: And now you just you yeah. kind of slung in there that you have the two-star horse too. When did the two-star horse come along and what's that? Yeah.
0: Um, so uh, let's see. Uh, 2020 Aiken. Um, actually a steeplechasing uh, friend, uh, his name is Mark Beecher. He had this woman that had sent him. Her name's Karen Martin who owns the horse. Uh, she had been sending this mare to him just while he was down in Aiken actually at Stableview um, just to, you know, because he has a lot of. Show riding experience as well, besides the steeplechasing, because she wanted the mayor to kind of get fox hunting experience and you know be going out on sets, kind of just doing a little bit of everything because she was younger. Um anyway, so she had been with him the year before, but Mark had gotten really busy with his uh, own business with steeple chasing horses. So he suggested to Karen, he said, you know, I know this girl, Isabel. Um, I think you guys would get along great. She, you know, she does three day eventing primarily, but she has a great steeple chasing and fox hunting background. Like she, you know, she, you you'd really like her, like you get along with her cause she's kind of similar with uh, her background as well. So, um, long story short, she sent me this mare, um, just kind of with the intention of just training it up for the, while we were down in Aiken, you know, getting her going in the season. And then I, you know, got going with her and started, took her to an event and um, really clicked with her. And, you know, she seemed to really like eventing. And I think, you know, her owner, Karen, was kind of wanting to figure out, like, what her niche is, you know, what does she want to do? And um, she bred her herself. So she's owned her her whole life and just adores her and um, kind of trying to figure out, I think, like, what the right path was for And, um, before I had her, she had done, you know, a little bit of dressage with the trainer, a little bit of show jumping, you know, she'd been at Mark. So she kind of also done a little bit of everything, but never done eventing. Um, so I got going with her and, um, you know, one thing led to the next and now, um, I've had her for two years with me and, uh, Karen is like incredible supporter and so fun to own the horse for me. Um, cause she's just she's like very supportive you know doesn't put a ton of pressure on me it's just like she's always saying you know like as long as you girls are having fun like that's what it's all about and um I think she really enjoys watching her mayor event and um the mayor her bar name's Easter her show name is paper doll she um uh, she surprised me because she's like 15 one she's you know I i'm I'm 510 so I look. I like a riding pony some days. Um, it's kind of silly. <laughs> but now that she's, now that she's filled out about it and is kind of turning into a, a proper event horse, it, it doesn't look as funny anymore. Um, but she's, she really stepped up and you know, the first, it took me, I think like a year to get her really to properly go on the bit. Cause she was a bit tricky and kind of like very marish, We can say had a lot of opinions and a, a bit quirky, but once I kind of clicked with her and we got a good partnership going, um, I moved her up. I took her kind of novice that first summer, then moved her up to training that fall, you know, took her really slow with her. And then, uh, last year took her out um, went prelim with her all last year. And, um, it, she, she's funny cause she's, uh, she was doing it well, but also, you know, like I wasn't getting the best scores on the flag. Cause she's like spooking in the dressage ring. She's very spooky, like being just kind of, you know, spooking in the show jumping and, you know, she's doing it all and it's fine, but it's kind of like, it, it was a little bit of a struggle at first. But then as soon as I took her to like her first big event, she was, that she was impressed by all of a sudden she like turned into this whole different horse. Like, I think taking her out to the bigger competitions, she's likes that she gets to perform in front of people. Like it's more of a, more of a crowd to watch her go. Um, and she has like blossomed in this whole different horse over the fall. And, um, as soon as she got to the FEIs, like, just started to perform and just show off. And, uh, and she's been so fun. Um, and like my first two star with her, she was at plantation and she, uh, I didn't really have too high of expectations. I'm not going to lie. Cause it was kind of her first time and she was still pretty green. And she just like was way more mature than the horse that I had ridden <laughs> leading up to that. And, um, and she ended up third. And I think by that point, um, her owner was like, this is, you know, like we were kind of talking, I was like, you know, Karen, like she's, she's really good at it and she likes it. And she's an incredible jumper. Um, really fancy mover. She's a German, uh, sport horse. Um, and so she's turned into this really awesome second horse for me. And, uh, I, uh, I ended up doing try on too long with her last fall. And, um, which was, it was a massive division there. And she ended up 13th there, which we were like, just thrilled with how she performed there. Um, so I, I kind of, you know, when I got into things with her, it was kind of like, well, Karen, like what's the end goal with her? Cause I didn't really think this mare would be a long-term thing but um now it's kind of like well like you know let's just see how far we can go with her like let's just keep going and she i mean i have no doubt that can easily you know i'm hoping to move her up to intermediate this year and i think she just has all the potential in the world like i, I always say i was like it actually feels way easier taking her on prelims and for the first time that it did with millbrook <laughs> wow. wow. um so yeah she's she's super cool and um really really fun and uh you know it's been really fun to have Karen in my corner as well like she's just been really supportive and um, uh, definitely I, I don't think I could possibly ask for a better first owner to um, have a horse with me.
2: Very cool that's fantastic. Yeah, that is nice but now we're all caught yeah. up Karen
1: <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah I know there's a lot <laughs> hard
2: work, well, hard work and, and making friends and, mm-hmm. and then you never know yeah. where the next opportunity is going to come from that's fantastic.
1: Yeah, for sure yeah
0: I, yeah, I will say when, when she came off the trailer I, I definitely thought you know, I obviously taking on any horse, like I'm thrilled to get any horse coming towards me, you know, I'll take anything yet but I did not think she would turn into what she turned into so she's been a she's been a pleasant surprise um, she's she's pretty fun That's awesome. That's really cool Alright,
1: so Isabel we are going to play Quick Fire Questions Quick Fire Questions and okay. Quick Fire Questions is brought to you by Red and Goat. Spring is here so is the rain, so get your waterproof rain gear at redandgoatequestrian.com red all right, so you know the show—it's five questions, and we do grade you at the end. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh God!
1: <laughs> All right, favorite rider growing up?
0: Oh gosh, this is this is hard. Um, probably uh, Mark Todd. I always really loved watching him ride, and kind of always thought like, I want to be like that one day. <laughs> yeah,
2: well one of the best of all time yeah <laughs> sure is.
1: yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, okay favorite event to compete at
0: uh plantation definitely
1: we've had that couple times
0: yeah it's it's close and it's 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 like second home for me because i've always known that area since i was a kid so it's uh it's always been really fun for me to go to. And I always grew up there being like, I want to ride around that four star one day. So I finally completed that goal this fall. So that was pretty fun for me. That's awesome.
1: That's <laughs> awesome. Okay. If your horse was a famous celebrity, who would he
0: be? <laughs> um, Oh gosh. I think he, he'd be some really quiet weirdo probably. Um, <laughs> um that's a tough one
1: Karen I know it is a tough one I yeah can, I gotta
0: it's gotta really it hard it like a really really
2: tough it ran on Isabel <laughs> our, our friend Isabel
0: um I just I don't know celebrities that well I'm not gonna lie this is embarrassing okay. um is that
2: a pass is that a pass
0: can I pass
2: on one yes you could pass is that bad no no well, it's not bad strict strict grading but <laughs> passes strict. aren't. <laughs> <laughs> all right if you
1: think about it let us know okay all right so you're always busy you're riding probably just about every day but what is your one thing that you like to do on your day off
0: oh god i'm at the barn on my day off um <laughs> <laughs> um you know if I do have like a quiet day off where we're not off doing something I, I do always love to go home and see my family um because my you know my brother has three children so I you know I am an aunt so I like to go hang out with family a lot of times honestly because usually you know majority of the month I'm not taking my days off or I'm at the barn riding my horse for some reason and just running errands. So if I can get a, t- a proper day off, I like to go hang out with family and all the nieces and nephews.
1: Very good answer. Excellent. Answer. Yes. All right. So last question. If if you could ride any horse, past, present, or fiction, who would it be?
0: Um, I don't know if this would be I think I'd want to ride um, Oliver Townend's Ballamore class. That horse seems so cool to ride, especially cross country, mainly. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. That's a very
1: good. That's a very
0: good uh, answer. Yes. I've watched him. I've watched the horse go live enough at these five stars, and every time I'm like, man, I want to ride that horse cross country. Just seems like such a powerhouse. Yeah. But I don't know. Oliver could make him look better than he is. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure Ali has a little
2: something to do with it. Yeah. Do you want a Do you want a chance to come back? Do you want to do a repeat? Just throw any name out. Just throw
0: any name out. Let's throw out the first um, name that comes to mind. This, if you knew my horse, and realize how difficult of a question this is, because mm. he's just such a little oddball. um <laughs> Like I don't think he would be a celebrity <laughs> to give an answer. Like he he's a pretty shy little guy.
2: Aww. So Karen, what's the grade? This is tough. Oh, We've shit. never had a pass before.
0: Uh, I think I did pretty bad. <laughs> I'm gonna give her
2: an A plus, one plus. Okay. Just a single plus.
1: Okay. A+. You're
0: You being too nice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you still pass. Oh. Lillian would be like,
0: Lillian would be like, that's a D. That was
2: terrible.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> goodness. Mill's not
2: going to mince words. Uh, no. You think Lillian would listen back to this to hear? No. She's too busy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she doesn't have time for this. Oh. She <laughs> have you
2: time for this.
0: Oh. I don't I think... No, I don't think she has time to even do anything with her, anything outside of her own business. (laughs) Yeah, I get it. Yeah,
1: for sure. Yeah, she's a busy girl. Uh, So, Isabel, do you have any advice for the young rider trying to make it into sport?
0: Oh, gosh. Um, I'm going to sound like a broken record probably, but I think it really is just uh, get in a really good program. Like when I first, met Lil, I really liked the way she ran her barn and, um, how she treated the horses and how she managed everything. So I think it's important not just go work for whoever you can work for, but to really get in a program that you can relate to and, um, and with someone that you you know genuinely enjoy and that, you know, you think you'll get a lot from and stick with it. You know, I think, uh, a lot of people try and come into these programs and just want to like, kind of like have the head position and it's like, you know, you really got to start at from the beginning and work your way up. And, um, and that matters too, just in building your foundation, you know, like the day in and day out of it, like the more I go along in this, the more respect I have for these top riders, because I feel like I've been doing this for a while now, but I really haven't like, this is just the beginning. <laughs> um, so you really just got to put your head down and keep working away at it. And, uh, and, uh, I think is if you stick with it, like, and um don't get a big head (laughs) you'll get somewhere with it you know but um i think definitely just really sticking with it and you know really believing in the person you work for and trusting them and so they have your best interests you know for you and uh and i think you know you'll get somewhere with it
1: excellent answer very good excellent very good advice
2: so hey we start winding things down Mm -hmm. we always like to ask about sponsors supporters anybody you'd like to shout out
0: Yeah, well, you know, definitely a big shout out to uh, my owner for Easter, Karen. She's Karen Martin. She's been a huge uh, supporter in all aspects. And um, Megan from who is my MagnaWave person, Meadowood MagnaWave. She is super. She does a fantastic job on the horses. She always makes Milbrook and Easter feel incredible before the events. And, you know, is always there when we need her. And does a fantastic job. I highly recommend it. And um, my saddles uh, from DK Saddlery, they seriously make a huge difference with the horses. Ever since I got proper ones fit to my own horses, I am a huge believer in them. And they've made a world of difference with how my horses go and how they feel and how I feel riding them. So I really appreciate all that.
2: Very cool. Awesome. Awesome. Do you have like a shout out to like, a sp- like a, a, a brand or something that you love that you would like to say, Hey, I'm here. I'm on the radar.
0: A dream sponsor. Dream sponsor. Um, yeah. You know, I, the more I go along, the more I'm like, I would absolutely love to have a Charles Owen sponsorship because I know I'm going to need the helmets. Um, <laughs> you, you know, there's going to be falls. You are going need replacements and I absolutely love their helmets and wish I could have 10 different ones right now. If I, if I could pick anything I wanted. <laughs> Charles Owen. Yep. Isabel's out there.
1: Yep.
2: She's waiting for you. <laughs> waiting for you. <laughs> yes, I, mean, I think she'd yes, be a fantastic I think so ambassador. too. <laughs> Very cool. So uh a final question. Uh now that everyone's gotten to kind of know you, um, how do people follow along? How do people follow the journey? Do you have what, what do you have over there? For
0: um, you? I I do have an Instagram. It is Isabel Bosley21, and I am on Facebook. I don't have an official a facebook page not there yet but i am on there as isabel bosley so i generally like to keep that pretty updated so you can find me there
2: super all right Very well there cool. we go well karen this is fantastic it Sure was isabel you do it all and you do it so well and
0: do it with a <laughs> smile we, you know we, we see you around there We've i yeah uh, i try to i try to I, I work for a pretty cool person and our barn everyone in our barn is really fun so Definitely makes it pretty fun to be here day in, day out with a bunch of people that all love doing the same thing.
2: I think the first time I met you was uh, when you guys moved into the schoolhouse. And I think I was helping Boyd with a couple of little, little projects over there. And I think I might've met you for the first time. Yeah. Thoughts yeah. moving into the schoolhouse at first? It's come a long
0: way. Um, uh, well, for me, it was actually closer to home than the farm we were at down in Poolsville, Maryland. So A, I was just like super pumped to be, um, closer to my home and B, uh, that Cochranville area is almost like a second home to me. Like I actually have family in that area and, you know, like there's steeple chasing and things there. So I've always known it up there and like that area more, um, and then on top of that, we were going to be at Windura, So I was like, so excited. Because, like, this is going to be so much fun. You know, you get to train out of one of the best facilities you can be at and be around all these fantastic riders. So um, I think Lillian was actually a little worried that I was going to be upset. We were moving to Pennsylvania, but I was like, it was like the best news ever. I was like, this is great. <laughs> like, <laughs> sign, sign me on. So the schoolhouse was definitely, um, it was pretty rough around the edges when we first moved there. Like there was only eight stalls and it was only me um, with Lillian. And, uh, but I, you know, I could care less honestly about like what the actual facility is. Like, I just really care about the riding part of it and that the horses are happy. And then since then, like Boyd's made it incredible. Mm-hmm. So it's really turned into a pretty awesome place to be. And, uh, so I feel really fortunate that I've gotten to be a part of this whole transition as well. And being at this bar and like, I, you know, you couldn't ask for a better, uh, place to train and base out of. So it's, it's been really fun. And then, you know, we get to, you know, be around the whole, uh, Windura crew every day, which that's always a fun time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when do you guys come back from Aiken? Uh, we're down here through StableView, So we're going to be coming back right after that about the fifth or sixth. Okay. okay um, so, you know, a couple more weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. I'm looking forward to going home. It's always fun to be home. Gotcha. Awesome. <laughs> Well, yeah. All right. Well, Karen, was this fantastic? This was great.
2: Super. Sure great. Isabel, was. thank you so much for joining us. This was really, really great. to. Yeah. yeah.
1: Thank you so
0: much for having me. This is great. Appreciate it.
1: Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Please like Major League Eventing on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And join our community, Major League Eventers, on Facebook. Cheers.